Do you create or do you compete? The most driven people in the world want to build great empires and leave a great legacy. This podcast, The Underestimated Entrepreneur, is my attempt at documenting the lessons I'm learning on my way to building a $100 million empire that helps people perform better in life and business. My hope is that you use these lessons to live a kick-ass life while building your own empire and leaving a powerful legacy. I hope you share and enjoy. Driven mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Let's talk about the difference between competition and creation. Now, a lot of the time in life from a young age, we're taught that we need to compete. Yet competition, a lot of the time, is a fear response from most, and it keeps people trapped. Over the years, something that I've realized is that great achievers don't compete with anybody else. I remember some mentors and some friends of mine who have done extremely well financially just said to me years ago, we don't compete with people. We don't have any competition. And I thought, that's really weird. Why would they say that they don't have any competition? But over the last 12 months, I've really got it. I really understand why. Because when you're a creator, you keep creating things. When you're competing with others, you're always trying to run in their lane or everyone is trying to cram into the same lane and compete with each other. I've also seen this in our Business Growth Odyssey program as well, where the business owners that are very stable, they're emotionally stable, they know that they do a really good job, they know that other people can't compete with them. And so then what they do is when customers come in and they're not their ideal customer, it's not the ideal work that they like, they flick it off to someone else in the group and they just go, hey guys, you know, I know you do a good job, here's some work for you. They do that because they know that other people can't compete with them in their field because of their values, but also their creativity. It reminds me of a story many years ago that I heard from Simon Sinek. Now, Simon Sinek is a culture expert, I guess you could say, who talks about large-scale businesses and how they grow. And he told a story about when he went into Apple. Apple had this culture of innovation and growth and doing something different. Now, they were talking about this platform where in their Apple product, it was going to allow teachers and, and kids at school to be able to better learn and better understand things. It was going to give them teachers access to this vast amount of knowledge and these programs that they could teach the kids better and that kids could engage with their teachers more effectively. And he spoke about the enthusiasm that Apple had and the creativity that they had. Then he spoke about how he went and spoke at Microsoft and what Microsoft were doing was they were speaking about what Apple was doing and how they were going to compete with Apple. It sort of really made me understand the difference between why so many people are in competition with everybody else, whether it's on social media, whether it's they're in competition with their friends, whether it's they're in competition with their family, whether they're in competition in business. And so in whatever field or trade that they're in or whatever area of business they're in, they're competing with everybody else and they have competitors. That's a fear-based response versus the higher level thinking of, you know what, we just keep creating stuff and they stay focused on the purpose. They stay focused on the mission and what they're trying to achieve. And they realize that no one else can do what they do because they have a gift. They have talent. Like I know there are thousands of other coaches out there, but no one competes with me. No one. All the time I hear people say, oh, I know someone who's a coach. And I'm like, but they ain't fucking me. And they probably don't have my results. They haven't worked with rich listers. Professional athletes, they get called into sporting teams. When the shit hits a fan, I'm the dude that people call, right? Because I get results. It's one thing to be a coach. It's one thing to be a fucking good coach. And it's another thing to be a great coach. And then it's another thing to just lead in your own lane. And I lead in my own lane. Some of my good friends and some of my colleagues are some of the world's best at what they do. 
And they talk about the work that I do, just like I talk about the work that they do because they have a lane that they run in. And I think that the lane that they run in is fantastic. I praise their work because they can do shit that I can't do, but I do shit that they can't do. So if they try to compete with me, they're fucked because I'm better than them at the thing that I do best. Now, when you have that security and you know that you're the expert and you know that you're good, you know that other people can't compete with you. And if they do try to compete with you, they're going to run in your lane and they're always going to be a second rate version of yourself. This is why understanding your values, your purpose, your mission in life is so important. But also if you're a business owner, understanding that in business is essential because that is your lane. That's your special sweet spot where you're going to crush your competition because no one else can compete with you in that lane. Right, no one else does what I do at my level. Not not even close. Hey, Driven Mofos, if you ever want to have the video version of this podcast, which usually has more effects, visuals, graphs, and helps you to retain more of the information that I share, then check out my YouTube channel. I also share bonus in-depth training behind the scenes from some of our live events, plus interviews from some of the country's most successful people. So if you haven't already subscribed to my YouTube channel, then check it out via the link in the description of the podcast. Remember to subscribe to get the latest stuff. I've coached and mentored hundreds of coaches, and a lot of them have tried to copy me. All that happens is half of them give up, the other half just teach half of my shit. That's about it. Now, eventually, they're going to find their own lane and the thing that they do well. And I hope that they do, because the world needs good coaches. But no one else can be me, just like no one else can be you. And no one else can run the business that you run if you have one. So you've got to stay in your own lane and be as creative as you can. You have to understand the problems that you're trying to solve and how you solve them differently. By doing that, you'll just have your own lane and you won't have that fear that people are competing with you and people are going to take your customers and all that sort of shit. I have it all the time where someone goes, I can get a cheaper option elsewhere. And I'm like, cool. Because I know that they're going to come back to me. They're going to realize the difference in quality. I don't care. I don't care whether someone else goes to a cheaper coach. I don't care whether someone else goes to a cheaper business event. I don't care whether people go and learn from other people. It doesn't bother me. Because sometimes in order to understand value, you have to use a shit product before you use a good product. If you go to a great product first, then you start to then think, you start to see gaps in the great product and you go, oh, that's a shit product. But it's not until you use all the other products that you realize you actually had a good product to start with. I'm sure all of you are aware of this. You know, it might've happened in a relationship. Sometimes in a relationship, you've got a great partner. They leave and then you don't realize how great you've got it until you start dating other people. And then you realize that they were the great person. You just didn't appreciate it back then. That's why you have to appreciate your own skills. You have to appreciate your own knowledge. And you've got to appreciate your own mindset and your own growth. Because the more you work on yourself, the more you grow personally, the more secure you are, the more creative you can be to the problems that you solve, which then means that you have your own space that you live in and no one else can compete with you on that. That's why Apple is a global leader and everyone else tries to copy Apple. This is why Beats by Dre headphones created the coolest headphones. They don't have to be the best headphones. They can just be the coolest shit and people will still buy them. There are better headphones out there than Beats by Dre, yet they outsold almost everyone else in their industry. In fact, they outsold everybody in their industry for a long time. Why? Because they knew their niche. They knew their market. They knew the people that they were trying to, to deal with. They weren't trying to compete with the other brands. They just did their own thing. Right, And if you have a look at the great Tesla are doing exactly the same thing, Tesla and cars, they just created their own brand. Other brands are now trying to copy them, but they're not as cool as what Teslas are. There are some other cool brands out there, but they're not Teslas. Right, Just like cars try to compete with Ferrari, but they're not Ferraris. Ferrari are their own brand. They just carved their own path. Lamborghini did the same. They carved their own path. You know, any great brand carves their own path. If you want to be a great 
brand. If you want to be able to do something great in your own life, carve your own path and do that by focusing on creatively solving problems. Even if you're an employee, solve problems better than anyone else in your field and you'll be the highest paid person in your industry, guaranteed. I had someone the other day message me and they're like, I don't think that I'll be able to get where I need to get to financially by working for someone else. That's fucking bullshit. That's a lack of creativity. If you have a look, the number one and number two in every company normally get paid the highest. Why? Because they're extremely skilled. If you hire the best accountant, I know personal assistants that earn more than most accountants, right? I know personal assistants that earn more than most business owners. Why? Because they're a wicked personal assistant. I know people who are a marketing director in a large organization, and they make more than most people who own businesses. Why? Because they're extremely gifted at what they do. That's why you've got to know your own lane and you've got to run in it. This is why Thrive Time is one of the greatest events you'll ever do. Because once you build your success map, you'll know your own lane. And you can just stay in your own lane. You can crush it. So anyway, Driven Mofos, remember that competition is not the objective. Creation is. Be creative. Don't compete. Outcreate everybody else and you will win the game of life. Driven Mofos, have a great day. Keep kicking ass. Keep your standards high. And I look forward to joining me back here for another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Sharing's caring, by the way. Remember to share this episode. 